A storm that can break the branches of a tree, uproot it from the ground and treat it rough, has the same power to tickle the wings of an eagle and boost the flight of a dove. Welcome to Doves and Eagles, your weekly pick-me-up and dust-me-off show that explores and unpacks life the way most of us can relate to. Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts. We are expecting some turbulence. I'm your host, Paula J. Let's find out how the cookie crumbles today. Hello, all you beautiful people in my world, and welcome to this week's episode. Yes, it's a brand new look, a brand new feel, a brand new direction, and it's all to the glory of our Lord. If you find yourself currently looking at the world around you and wondering, what went wrong? Where is this all going to end? When is this madness going to stop? And you battle moments of feeling that fear monster poking away at your heart and mind. Be sure to stay tuned, because I have a lot of the good stuff to unpack that I sincerely hope you will find comforting and reassuring amidst the turbulence we all currently feel in one way or the other. Before I dive into today's episode, just a quick reminder that if you want to share your thoughts and comments on any of the podcast episodes, or you simply want to get in touch with me, you can do so by sending me an email at info at paulajspeaks.com. Alternatively, you can visit my website, paulajspeaks.com, or you can find me on Facebook. Those of you who make a real effort to keep your eye on the ball spiritually will know and agree that we are in the middle of the fiercest spiritual war that mankind has ever been dragged into. Yes, the world around us has an ugly tinge compared to a few short years ago. But at the same time, I also believe it's the most exciting time to be alive on this planet. Because I have no doubt we are moving into a time frame where we are going to stand witness to the real power and glory of God. I don't think that God reveals everything about all his plans to the same person. His ways are not our ways, and his timing definitely is not the same as ours either. I believe, however, that he gives different pieces of the same puzzle to different people, and what he has given and revealed to me over roughly the last 18 months is becoming extremely significant to the here and now we find ourselves in. A lot of it has come to me during times that I spend alone with God, and I perceived it to be answers relating to situations and events that either myself or my family were dealing with. In fact, I didn't even think they were connected to each other until I had an epiphany moment around a month ago, when I realized that the scattered puzzle pieces 
that I have are busy falling into place in such a way that I cannot help but recognize there is a much bigger picture here. I haven't shared much of any of these with many people outside of my closest family or friends circle, mainly because I haven't felt that it was meant to be shared in any other way. But the one message I consistently keep getting is, be still and know that I am God. And today I want to get into what this really means. There are three parts to this message. First, there is be still. Now, what does it mean to be still? Christians often interpret the command to be still as to be quiet in God's presence. Yes, to stop talking, questioning, moaning and commenting is certainly helpful, even though difficult at times, but helpful nevertheless. How about switching off your phone and taking the time to really listen to what God wants to say? The word still is a translation of the Hebrew word rapa, meaning to relax, let go, to stand down, withdraw, or to cease, which can also imply two people fighting until someone breaks them apart or make them drop their weapons. Being still involves looking to the Lord for help, especially when we are fighting battles where we feel overwhelmed and we just cannot win. This is a call to stop arguing, so just be still. The book of Psalms describes a time where the world is falling apart. Psalms 46 specifically is very short. It contains only 11 verses and a lot of it was clearly written in war language during a time of conflict. Now we have all faced times where the foundation of our lives are shaken. Yet Despite the calamity, Psalm 46 proclaims that God is a fortress and we need not fear. I don't know about you, but I need that reminder in my life. And maybe that is why God keeps giving it to me. Or it could just be that I don't know how to shut up and listen when I need to most. But I don't think the call is to be quiet. It's a command to stop fighting, to put down our weapons, because God is in control. Second, there is and know. This means to stop doubting, to be sure, to have faith. No second opinion is needed here. When we are running around trying to do everything ourselves. We lose sight of God. Knowing is to acknowledge that He has us in His hands. It is the safest place to be. It doesn't matter what is going on outside my door. 
To know is to take a moment to recenter, to rebalance ourselves. God is the one who can calm the storm. But how do we rebalance ourselves? We need to turn back into His Word, into His promise that He has called us by name, that we are His, that He will never forsake us. Then we need to remember what He has done for us personally and remind ourselves that He has, is, and will always be faithful. Thirdly, there is, I am God. And this is where the real power is. God is holy. He's sovereign, infinite, and good. He's almighty. He is in control. He is love. He is the King of kings. He is our hope, our rock, our fortress. He's our Father, our shepherd, who will lead us, nourish us, protect us, and restore us. Acknowledging Him means we can trust Him and we surrender to His plan. We may not understand why some things are happening the way it does or why He sometimes allows certain things to happen. I personally have questioned a million things and some in my lifetime that I didn't understand what the purpose thereof was at the time. But I always understood who God is. We tend to think that the good life is found when we go after what we want, when we fight for our rights, when we demand what we deserve. But this verse actually teaches us that it's when we give up and look to God that we will get what we are after. Sometimes he has to empty the clutter from our hands to free up space for the bigger and better that he has in store for us. I hope you found comfort in this message regardless of circumstances or wherever you may be. Let go and let God. Heavenly Father, as we start a new day, we come to you again in prayer, putting our trust in you, for we know that when we pray, something wonderful happens to the ones for whom we are praying. And something wonderful also happens to us. We therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, knowing the greatest thing we possess in this life is the power of prayer. Today I am asking that you would let a spirit of peace and comfort overshadow those who are hurting, fearful and filled with anxiety. Give them the peace that comes only from you. I am asking that you would heal them today of whatever you see that needs healing in their life, be it financial, physical or emotional. Let their day be filled with your peace, your power 
and your presence as the Holy Spirit leads their way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so that's a wrap for this week, folks. Until next time, I'm signing off. Be safe, be awesome, be blessed, be you.